Short Rounds. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, the show that says, hey, let's put on sort of kind of a show that's not really a show. Coming to you from the podcast capital of the world on Tuesday, December 3rd, Two Oceans 13. Uh, please disregard if you hear any uh, construction noise in the background. I'm adding a wing to my thing. Last night, we did a Benson movie interruption at CineFamily in L.A. of the holiday train wreck, The Polar Express. My co-interrupters were Kevin Avery, Matt Bronger, and Kyle Kinane, and I'll play the opening audio from that show at the end of this mini. And Burt Kreischer has been having so many dreams, I'll tack one of his phone messages onto the end of this shorté as well. Yeah, I just said shorté, and I'm not proud of it. Austin, Texas. I'm coming back with another Benson movie interruption on Monday 9th of December. Monday 9th? <laughs> it is at night, at 9th, on the uh, 10th of December. At 10 p.m., we're going to watch Something's Gotta Give. It's the 10th anniversary screening of a classic piece of crap. And that's at the Alamo Ritz downtown. And if you're in Kansas City, be sure to check out the Alamo Draft House's weekly movie interruptions with Chris Cubis. This week, Chris and crew are interrupting Love Actually, a beloved holiday film that hates fat people. Drafthouse.com for tickets. Oh, yeah, Denver. I'll be interrupting Lethal Weapon, another heartwarming Christmas movie, at the Littleton Draft House on Sunday, December 15th, I believe at 7 o'clock. And then Monday, December 16th, I'm back at CineFamily in L.A. interrupting New Year's Eve. Yeah, so little time, so many shitty holiday movies. CineFamily.org. And this just in, it looks like I'll be at the Improv in Orlando, Florida on January 4th doing stand-up and January 5th doing Doug Lowe's Movies. Both at 420. Tickets should be on sale soon. Improv.com for those upcoming Orlando shows and also my shows during the holiday taint in Irvine. It's called the Holiday Taint because it taint Christmas and it taint New Year's. Uh, Let's go ahead and read some iTunes comments. There's a few long ones, so strap in. (laughs) I don't know why why you need to strap in, but if you're listening in a car, please do use your seatbelt. Uh, Chaz and Vince wrote, Is it just me or does every single Douglas Movies audience do that this is how we do it, Melody wrong, every single time they scream, this is Douglas Movies? They just say it really loud and hope that will appease you. It's a melody and it's not that difficult. Step it up, audiences. I think they usually do a pretty good <laughs> job. Uh, Janie Jane Jane wrote, a little, bit, a little hit of Doug keeps the edge off through the day. And they're a great check-in on what Doug is seeing and up to. Especially appreciate hearing the interruption openings from CineFamily. And delighted that CineSibling Doug (laughs) is raising consciousness about all the doings there. Digging on Bert's dreams. Him telling us about his nocturnal transmissions means nobody else ever has to, including ourselves. Thanks for covering that for us, Bert. Thanks for covering that for us, Bert. I read that last line wrong. Uh, A-list user wrote, Great, good minis, A++++, would podcast again. If I knew Doug personally, I would give him this DLM category, Doug Loves Sleeping Movies that begin with a Z or starring Aziz Ansari. <laughs> okay, that's, that's weird. It's a good thing you don't know me. Uh, Tony Tagliano wrote, uh, let me just start off by saying, don't ever stop playing Bird's Dreams. I hope you're still just posting them without ever listening to them. 
I have a blast with every mini, Doug. Now I'm hoping you're still reading all reviews at this time. I get a little sad when you stop reading reviews mid-mini because I've got a few suggestions for the Leonard Maltin game. One, over a billion served. A character in the movie is a Chinese ping-pong player. Okay. Two, Thumperman. A character in the movie has a lisp. Oh, Thuperman. I get it now. Uh, three, Smokey and the Band-Aid, a movie where a stoner gets injured. And four, Harry Spotter, a female character in the movie, is on her period. Doug, you're doing the Lord's work. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Tony. Well, uh, why don't you submit uh, Thuperman? I think that was my favorite uh, over there on Twitter, and I can use your uh, Twitter handle. Um, that's how it works. A.G. Burdick wrote, A.J. Burdick, excuse me, Everything Doug Benson loves, you should love too. His wisdom is astounding. Whoa, A.J. And he finds a way to make even the most non-hilarious thing to be at least a little bit funny. If you love anything in the world, you will probably at least like Doug Loves Minis. Um, okay, yeah. I, I hope people at least like it. And then, uh, someone that wrote, their name is I Made This to Get on Doug Loves Minis wrote, Highlight of my young career. I'm a grad student who just moved to New York City and beginning to take my first steps into stand-up comedy. So far, the highlight of my young career has been to get a category on Doug Loves Movies, uh, the Bay of Pigs category. But what was even more rewarding was hearing it get a great laugh thanks to Doug's genius setup and delivery. If you've been a Doug fan since his classic comedian transitions bit, I'd call it the segues bit, but yeah, okay. Then you probably already know of his massive success in the world of podcasting with Doug Lowe's movies. But if you really want to take the next step into Doug fandom, the mini podcast is by far the best way to go. Here Doug gives exclusive snippets, movie reviews, guest dream messages, okay, just from Burt Kreischer, and upcoming project dates, all from the comfort of wherever the hell he likes, released on the convenient schedule of whenever the hell he likes. Hey Doug, did you see Audrey Hepburn in Wait Until Dark? Wish I could recommend a good place to find it besides my shelf, but it's quite enjoyable, if nothing else, than to see Alan Arkin's leaping ability at the very end. Oh, okay. I saw that movie a long time ago. I don't remember Alan Arkin leaping. Uh, anyways, you wrote, Much love for being my entertainment companion and cheap drills! All right, keep the uh, comments coming. Uh, maybe a little less wordy would be good. Um, but yeah, keep making the comments. And now, the opening of The Interruption of Polar Express. If you love that movie, you and I are polar opposites. And then after that, a Bert. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. It sounded crazy on me. But it's working. That's exciting. <laughs> little joke for the people that were here the last time. We'll remove the tapes. And um, thank you guys so much. This is like the fact that this place is even more than. It's at about 90%, I think, tonight. And the fact that it's more than 10% is amazing to me because. That means there's a lot of anger out there about Polar Express. Some people are so angry at it that they, they need this catharsis of watching it and uh, taking it down. 
but many others are so angry at it that they don't even want to have to watch it again. In order, <laughs> they know it's horrible. Like that's like I'm learning a le I learned a lesson with this one is that, and maybe I'll learn it again next week with uh, New Year's Eve. No, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. <laughs> a little closer to New Year's Eve. But, um, and then I think we're going to do Grace Has Stole Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can't wait to do uh, Hunger Games Catching Fire. <laughs> that is going to be fun. Because I have some things to say about that movie. <laughs> and they start with... <laughs> Who the fuck is his name? Plutarch? Heavensby. Oh, what? Just hearing people say that out loud. Um, so let's just see if there's just a crazy minority in the audience. Who here is fond of the Polar Express? <laughs> That's what I figured. Now, follow-up question, why? And only answer with claps. I, uh... I... <laughs> I just, this movie, I, the first time I saw it, the only time I saw it, when it came out, uh, I think it was in IMAX, and it was just, there's no story to speak of, and um, children are put in, like, extreme peril, like a, a train they might all die in several times, like, that's kind of the story, is the train kind of... There's some issues with the train. <laughs> Steven Tyler is an elf. It's it's just a weird, weird-ass movie. And to help me interrupt it tonight, I've invited uh, three comedy friends of mine who I think all might be making their Cine Family interrupting debut. Uh, please welcome Kevin Avery, Matt Bronger, and Kyle Kinane. Grab a mic and sit in your uh, previously assigned numbers. Hey, everybody. Pretty, that was pretty smooth. Not as smooth as last time, but uh, that was weird. This is more like how it usually goes. Uh, let's. Are you guys comfortable? Is that good? You're very comfortable. This is nice. Yeah, I feel good. All right, good. Uh, let's, let's start with... Writer uh, uh, for the, the sadly departed... Uh, TV program called Totally Biased. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Avery is here, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you like uh, interrupting movies? I uh, I do like interrupting movies when it's... I don't like being interrupted. In a, I've been watching movies in New York, and... Uh, I like to come out here in LA where I can go to the arc light or, where, or wherever and kind of get away from the riff and the wrath. And uh, New York completely says fuck it and uh, you can't watch a movie with, uh, hey, my people are all there talking, <laughs> talking shit, talking loud, talking to me, not giving a fuck. It's, uh, it's a little frustrating. That's why I asked you so you could say that. <laughs> I want you to say it instead of for me to say it. Hostility. Yeah, no, you know, I'll that, say it. 
we won't shut the fuck up because it never, I never, I never uh, stop enjoying the fact that I can invite uh, black comedians to come and do this. Confirm it. To confirm it. <laughs> no, because every time you say the same thing. Oh, okay, yeah. If I have a microphone, sure. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm, it's a shameful thing. It is. Yeah. It's, got, it's a cinema shame. It's, Don't the, care it's for weird, it. though, right? It's just like, why does it keep happening? You know what? Why aren't you spreading the word? Because you can, because you're gonna get cut. You know, you don't know who you're talking to. We're all thinking the same thing. Like, I want to stay. Uh, hey man, they're no. talking to me. Oh, watch that shit. Yeah, you don't know what's what's gonna go on your side. All right. Safety first. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want any of my sides. I watched the movie once where a dude, these kids came in and they, they you know, there's that railing in the like sort of the midway through the thing. I saw a kid just sit on it and was talking to us. He wasn't even looking at the goddamn screen. I was like, what, black people, come on now. Hey, blacks, what are we doing, blacks? <laughs> Fake it, but face the screen. Do you think for the podcast listeners it was enough that I said that you were a writer on Totally Biased that they, they know that you're a black person? That's a good question. <laughs> Sometimes it's got to Come on. Uh, black guy. Just for everybody's edification. He is. Yeah, he's wearing a hoodie and a whole deal. I got a hoodie on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got the whole thing. <laughs> oh, so people decided to oh, take it too far in the world. Yeah, it's oh, great. Uh, Kyle Kinane is here, ladies and gentlemen. White guy. I drag out this part of the show when I'm dreading the movie that we're going to watch. Yeah. That's what happens. I had doubts about even showing up. The Polar Express. What's your What's your experience with this movie? Any Anything at all? Never seen it. None. It looked disturbing from the trailers. Like if it's animation, let it look like animation. Don't try and like like creep right? me out with realism. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's like sort of a bad video game realism. You're like using computers for a reason, dude. Like don't make like. But they got better at this. The animation in this movie, they got better at it like the next week after they put this movie out. Isn't that like it immediately got better? Like that's where the Polar Express got to. Yeah, it just got corrected right away. And that's Matt Bronger, everybody. Don't stand out. Oh, respect. Just trying to show you that ignorance is across all lines. Thank you. That was a, that pose probably somebody must have taken a picture of that. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, have you seen this movie, Matt? No, no. Yeah, are, I, are you going to see it now? I don't like movies about. I like movies that take place during Christmas, like Gremlins and Die Hard. You know the classics. Mm -hmm. but, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, but, but movies that are about Christmas. No, I don't. I don't really like them. You know. What about Love Actually. Oh, I love that movie. When Kyle and I lived together, we saw it like seven times. Man, Brian, together. Together. Whoa, the movie theater and love actually Fuck yeah, Brian. What's more magical than love? And I wasn't emotionally adjusted enough not to make fun of him. I just finally figured out why guys like love actually. Because it has at least six or seven happy endings in it. Yeah. It's got a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of... Day, New Year's Yeah. Day. 
Watch no, there's just everybody's happy except for Emma Thompson. She gets fucked over in that movie. Yeah. Her husband's like, could oh. fuck this hot chick, and but he does it, and then it's, she still knows that he wanted to, and then she's sad, and he's like, yeah, whatever. And then they meet at the airport, and it's like, loveless marriage. What Here we go. Do? Yeah. They just move on and don't say shit. They, they work it out, you know. He's like, I've been such a fool. And she's like, it's all right. Hush now. And then that's it. Yeah. And they don't break up or No, it's the it. English. They're yeah. cold about it. Yeah, they accept. They hang on for forever. He just bought some other girl a gift that he never even gave it to her. It's like, yeah. that's like if he just uh, sent a dick pic on a Snapshot or whatever it's called. <laughs> Snapshot. Snapchat. Slapjack. 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 Oh, somebody sent me a picture of the dick on Slapjack. I don't want to watch this movie! I want to talk nonsense to stop this movie from happening. <laughs> There's a movie back there called uh, Cave Girl Tale. So, so we're saying just slap that on? Yeah. yeah. There's also one called Moped Safety, which sounds <laughs> There's so many more movies here. There's a whole room of movies. My favorite was Asians, Americans too. Yeah. They are? <laughs> no, 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 it was a sequel. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I think it was a, it was a sequel to Asians, it's Asians, comma. Americans just. Oh, some Americans. All right, you guys. Uh, we're going to do it. It's, uh, it's 10.32 p.m., 10.12, let's call it 10.12 p.m. <laughs> Uh, on uh, on a Monday evening in uh, very early December, and uh, I do appreciate you guys coming out. And uh, like I think I already said earlier, uh, we got two more, two or three more interruptions coming up very soon. So uh, keep coming back, and um, please enjoy. Please try to enjoy. <laughs> do your best to enjoy the freakish, bizarre. <laughs> children's movie. <laughs> this is probably the latest screening this movie's ever had. Uh, the Polar Express. And before that, of course, CineFamily is going to destroy your brain. It's <laughs> shit you can't unsee. Right. <laughs> 
shot of it. And I'm like, sorry, kind of laughing, raising my shoulders. <laughs> and an old lady doesn't even read it, just walks right through it, and they look at each other, and I look at them, and I start running. <laughs> 